Welcome to Existential Bread. I'm Nicole. And I'm Liv. This is a miscellaneous episode because we baked Irish soda bread for St. Patrick's Day, but today that we're filming is International Women's Day. When this is released, it'll be my birthday. Yeah, happy. Happy birthday to you. Happy mm-hmm. birthday. <laughs> as soon as humanly possible, we will celebrate your birthday in person and hopefully over drinks. So many of our friends are in March and we're just like, March 28th when we can see each other in gardens. We're just gonna <laughs> One step closer. All celebrate our birthdays at once. The last time you went out before lockdown last year was for your birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, we had sushi. Oh. And etsu. I miss being cooked food. <laughs> I miss being able to get food made for me externally from my own home and then not clean up afterwards mm-hmm. as well. Like, I can just walk away. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, it, yeah, getting takeaway is really nice, but I still have to clean up. What well, it has been your favorite birthday so far? Well, okay. So when I was in high school, so that when I first came to England was with a high school trip. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for, it wasn't on my birthday. We went in February. They came specifically for your it birthday. Was, <laughs> yeah, it was for, it was my gift because it was mm. either a sweet 16 or you traveled to England. And I was like, well, I don't care about a sweet 16. I would, however, love to travel. So that was my favorite. Oh, that's nice. Did you get a cake that year? Probably. My mom, <laughs> so this is my mom's baking experience. She uses like a box cake and adds sour cream to it and she's just like calls it a day sour cream it's so good it makes the cake so it like if you want to make a box cake better put like a little dollop of sour cream in it by box cake do you mean like a sheet cake kind of thing that just comes from the store ready made is that yeah like yeah. the betty crocker dr utker kind of but sour cream like the stuff you put on nachos mm-hmm. yep i'll take a word for it it makes it really nice and moist yeah you don't taste the sour cream at all interesting but it does make it nice and moist. That is amazing. So we did a couple of technical bakes. We have done a few technical bakes. Where we sent each other um, recipes that were edited. 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 I don't know about you, but when I when I sent mine to you, I then, I just kept what I had sent to you and completely got rid of everything else. So I didn't, I, I, I was doing it blind as well in the sense that, and you know me, I can't remember oh. anything. You just gave yourself an extra challenge? Yep. I was like, I- I'm going to make this equal. I don't want to make this like, you know, any harder than it has to be. And you know me, I never look at recipes anyway, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we did banana bread. We made banana bread. Which I've never made before. So this was truly a blind And this was a vegan one as well. Not a um, full-blown banana bread. This was literally just the bananas, bit of sugar, bit of cinnamon, raisins in yours. I didn't put any in mine. I put walnuts in mine, actually. You had nuts in yours? I had nuts in mine. Uh, yeah, I remember going for, you know, going to shop for the bananas and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I think we need eggs for this. And like, I completely forgot you had said vegan and that eggs don't go into vegan things. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure we need eggs. And I bought eggs. Well, no. good to have a baking. But yeah, this is just the banana. Yeah. Like, it just made it really moist. And I was really happy with it. I wish I had a tin loaf, though. Like, no, I wish I had a loaf mm. tin. That would have made it for me because... All I've got is like little cake tins, and that's why it looks like a cake, but it was still tasty. I liked it. According to my sister-in-law, it was good. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that Nicole does actually not like banana bread. I don't. I've never... I don't know. Just certain things. What about carrot cake? I don't... I think that's the thing. I don't like... I 
not a sweet tooth to begin with. Yeah. And then on top of that, I don't like fruity oh, bakes. Okay. So I don't like like sticky toffee pudding. Oh no, I don't like that. See, I'm different. I'm the I'm the opposite. I love banana bread, carrot cake, oatmeal cookies. I'll pick that any day of the week. Well, we did that little challenge on Instagram where I said which oh, yes. bakes we yeah. prefer, and we were the exact opposite. Yeah, I'm just not a sweet person. Like, if I had to choose between a carrot cake and a chocolate cake, I'd pick a carrot cake every time. A chocolate cake, but if it's dark chocolate. Ooh. I've liked dark chocolate since I was a kid. Oh, same. I love it. Like, I was the one that was looking for the Hershey bars that were the cho- the dark chocolate ones. I think we're probably the same in that sense, that we like things that necessarily other people are like, Ooh, like olives. I love olives. You know. I'm thinking now, I've just said this, and I'm probably going to, well, I'll list something for you, and you'll probably be like, I don't like that. Anchovies? I do like anchovies. Ooh. I don't like them whole. Okay. So, my mom used to, whenever my mom said, just try something, I knew it had anchovies or something <laughs> in it, but she would use the paste. So, like, I don't know, I guess I didn't like seeing the anchovies on it. Like she used physical. to make this really nice um, string bean and tomato bake. Mm-hmm recipe and it had anchovy paste in it and it just that umami mm-hmm. taste was really nice but my grandfather whenever we'd get pizza get a whole cheese pie and two slices would be for him and they would have anchovies on oh. it so they it would just stink up the whole thing oh see i love ancho- anchovy capers i love capers on pizza i love capers mm, they're nice what else is it? pineapple on pizza no oh, there there it is folks the end of our friendship pineapple on pizza it's over I just, and it's not that I don't understand it. I get it. I've had, you know, fruit and I've had like fig and prosciutto pizza. Mm. I have like the fancy version fancy. of the Hawaiian pizza. I understand it. I just feel like at this point, it is part of my personality not to like it and I will stick by it. I won't be a hypocrite. <laughs> I just, I'm a very, I just like a plain pizza. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will stand on my hill with pineapple <laughs> on pizza till the day I die. I love that stuff. Speaking of plain pizza, do you want to hear a really embarrassing um, story from my childhood? Uh, yes. So they had take your daughter to work day oh boy. back home. And I was really young. I mean, this is when my mom still worked. So must have been like four or five years old. Mm. And she worked at a hotel booking company in Manhattan. So I went in with her and the whole company, like everyone, everyone who had kids, like, you know, they brought them in. So the company kind of did, like did a special day out of it and they brought in pizza for all the kids mm. and specifically remember the person saying do you want plain or pepperoni pizza and i said i want plain because in my head i thought it was going to be shaped like a plane <laughs> it was not that is heartbreaking and to this day <laughs> i still remember that like the i was like this isn't a plane <laughs> oh, oh baby God. nicole I know, baby Nicole want, just wanted a plain pizza. Shaped like a plane. I want to should make a plain pizza. That's our next technical challenge. A plain pizza, but it's a plain <laughs> shaped really pizza. Funny. Oh my God. Can we do that? Imagine what it's going to look like. That's like if we were like, let's make a- Not a plane. Not a plane. <laughs> It'd be like if we were trying to make a rocket ship pizza. We'd just know how that would turn out looking. Like my hollow? <laughs> yeah. And also this week, uh, we baked oh yeah. Irish soda bread because Paddy's Day is coming up. Have you celebrated Paddy Days before? Is it your big celebrator of the Irish that Day? That was one of our like first friend dates out was St. Patrick's Day, wasn't it? Did we go out on Paddy's Day? Well, we went out during the day. Did we? Where did we go? We went go? out for like coffee. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad this was such a special day for you too. Are you sure? Did we? Oh, yes, we did, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because we saw all the people in like the 
like the leprechaun outfits oh good god and like they were in the four-leaf clover suits head to toe green. we went to the museum oh we did i do remember now because we were walking through the center of town and it was and then we went to the cozy club to see if and they didn't have guinness we oh like, yeah oh yeah have you had guinness do you like it no i had guinness when i went to dublin for the first time and i quite liked it but i only had like half a pint but my mother can drink like a full pint of guinness and she used to i just yeah it's a it's too much for me but it was nice i i just feel like it's a lot of filler like it fills you up you don't even get that drunk and you just feel full and bloated i don't know i'm a good polish girl just give me some vodka or gin or just get it over with and like the least amount of fuss so how was the bake for you this week aside from the fact we've both burnt ourselves because you burnt it during the technical and i burnt myself during the irish soda bread it was good i so i used paul hollywood's recipe um, for the Irish soda bread. I had to adjust it because I didn't have buttermilk, but like I know how to make American buttermilk. I made the recipe that you suggested last time. Yeah, so I uh, so I had to like add more flour to it than mm. because, you know, it's like buttermilk here's thick. <laughs> it's like really two thick. Th- two C's on the end of that thick. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what, why American buttercream is so loose uh or buttermilk rather but it was good i used to babysit two little irish boys back home oh. uh kieran and seamus <gasps> and great names they're ugh, they're great names i mean red hair freckles like they just really were they like they were... I- I- parents with irish accents or was it like irish no it was heritage? just irish americans oh, irish American, but okay. both of the like came on both sides and their mom used to bake me irish soda bread Aww. every saint patrick's day and she put like a little irish flag on the top and it was just you know, now I have my own little uh, goblin that I <laughs> have made. <laughs> so it was nice just like, you know, sharing that with her and Aww. giving her soda bread. She loved it. Did she really like it? It's yeah. tasty. It's nice. I've just demolished two slices now. I put a little Nutella on one of them. Ooh, nice. that's quite nice. I never think to put spread on the breads we make, but I should. I feel like my bake this week was a bit wet just because I don't know if I like, maybe the buttermilk that I made was a bit thin or a bit too i think it definitely because you used mary berries we were on opposite sides of the gingham (laughs) yes on the british bake-off tent from opposite sides yeah i use mary berries uh because every other recipe hers would be british buttermilk as well but every recipe i was looking at was like plain flour and then wholemeal flour and i was like i don't have wholemeal flour at hand so i just used the plain flour recipe and she had it and i went with it and it tastes good you know i'll take it burnt myself in the process so yeah you know thank you mary berry not blaming you for the burning just you know <laughs> part and parcel but st patrick's day is quite a big thing in america i think like i mean it's big here but i feel like america goes all out for the green aisle we one of the things i do like about us americans is that we do go all out mm. like we do enjoy ourselves and we it's such a almost like i know that there's a lot of sort of like irish americans but it seems like the most Mm. random kind of holiday for america to pick as it's like everyone's wearing green they put green in the river like you know it's kiss me i'm irish yeah like like, i think i'm wondering if it had something to do with the fact that when the irish came over mm. they were you know vilified and kicked to the curb they were in many ways the mexicans of the 1920s so i wonder if they kind of co-opted saint patrick's day to kind of have that one thing that Mm. kind of in the same way that italian americans just 
lifted up Christopher Columbus because they kind of needed someone to be like, hey, um, we're okay. Idolize. Like, we're like, we have famous people. Yeah. So the Without Irish us, were like, well, no we you. have a saint. Yeah. Um, we have a drink s- with us. I mean, the saint that drove snakes out of Ireland, but yeah, sure, let's. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes are bad. <laughs> Snakes in Ireland. So I, I wonder if that's why mm. it's such a big thing. I mean, any excuse to party is kind of, I think, the American thing. It's like Cinco de Mayo and mm. all those holidays. I don't think I've have I ever celebrated St. Paddy's Day. I don't think I've ever really gone out on St. Paddy's Day. Apart from when we went, obviously, to the museum. Very cultured St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever gone out to drink for St. Patrick's Day. We never went on St. Patrick's Day, but in Queens, there is a pub. Oh, God, there's always an Irish pub, isn't there? <laughs> OG Irish pub from, like, back in the 30s. Mm. Like, all the servers are Irish, and it's back... It was when, like, all the cops kind of lived in that area, oh. and all the cops, like, were Irish at the time. Have you watched the Oprah Winfrey interview yet? I haven't watched. I've watched videos. Clips of it. Like, the clips. Mm-hmm. I was up because we were playing Dungeons and Dragons last night, so we were up pretty late. So I was like watching it as it happened. Like I woke up this morning, it was just everywhere. This is my thing. Can I just say I love it when you start? Okay, so here's the <laughs> that's my favorite thing you do. <laughs> You're just like, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I don't even notice that that was my thing, but anyway, <laughs> here is the thing. Maybe because I'm an outsider, mm-hmm. like I think that whoever is running the firm does not actually care about the royal family (laughs) because if they actually cared about the survival of it they would have realized that the way things are going like they've already ostracized and then killed diana who was super popular (laughs) and then megan was pretty popular with you know not diana levels of popularity but she was really popular with the people Mm -hmm. and they were like yeah we're gonna do the same thing to her and i would have said like charles is not popular no no one liked Charles before, and then the crown came out, and now this. Mm-hmm. Any shred of respect he would have had is gone. I think he's expecting the same respect for the crown that people have now. Like, people love Queen Elizabeth. Like, everyone loves her. Like, she's been around forever. You know, that's why the crown is respected. But I think he's expecting people are gonna res- that people respect the crown, not Lizzie. And it's like, no, we actually no, really like Lizzie. It's Lizzie. Not the crown Hmm. so i'm sure he is expecting that when he becomes king that he's gonna have that same love he's not gonna become not gonna have it he's not gonna become king if he was smart if the firm was smart they would pass it over they would make him abdicate Mm -hmm. i would say we're just gonna he's not even gonna abdicate he's just gonna stand aside i reckon no i think he's gonna take it i think he's been waiting too long you really think that he's that desperate he's gonna i think he's that desperate because he would have all if he wasn't gonna do it he would have already said William is gonna succeed mm. my mother. I always he would have already done it by now. Did I ever tell you about the time that Prince Charles came to the Alaman and he came to open an old people's home? I kid you not. And my mother took us down and we sat on a wall, like a stone wall, and I could see him getting mm-hmm. out of the car. And I must have been like, I don't even know, like seven, eight at the time. And in my head, my mom was like, We're gonna go see Prince Charles and in my head I was like, A prince? Like and I'd seen Prince William, mm. so I thought like he was really handsome at the time, he still had hair and <laughs> and then prince charles got out and i was like where's the prince and my mom was like he's right there and i was like but that's an old man and i was like so <laughs> i thought princes should be Good. young drag him you know like even from a young age i was dragging him but you know i just he should be dragged i'm sorry he is not a good person you know the, the fact that this was even 
had to be a new story like it's so they had the chance to turn the tide when it comes to how the royal family protects its outsiders Mm -hmm. and they did it it's that thing it's like you you think that they should have learned and i have kind of you know like i do you know what love queen liz she's you know she's a little gem she's of her time i can respect that but like the way Mm -hmm. that they handled the andrew situation and now this that's why i don't believe like for yeah. a second but, like i believe everything they're saying because you could have protected her like you protect andrew yeah. and don't give me the media thing because i mean i definitely read an article where it was like megan markle eats avocado and is killing the rainforest because of it and then the next day there was like uh kate middleton is eating avocados to curb her morning sickness and it's just like it's racism who's been da-da-da all along <laughs> It's been (laughs) I think it shows how strong Megan has been just getting through Mm -hmm. this entire thing, you know? Absolutely. I don't, and everyone says, like, she shouldn't have expected it. Well, who would have expected in, you know, 2018 Mm. that the family would still be that cruel? Yeah. After what happened to Diana. I suppose the thing is getting involved in the royal family, already being an actress, Limelight was part and parcel of it, but it's a whole nother level. When a whole country puts its expectations on them. The stress of knowing that a person, alleged pedophile, but we know what's going down. Like a person who is connected with a, the leader of a sex ring. Mm-hmm. You know. Can hide away. A child molester is being protected by the firm. Mm-hmm. But you just want the press to stop saying racist things about you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh no, I suddenly can't read. <laughs> but do you know what really tickles me? Is the fact that like for the longest time, Charles really tried building up his reputation again. And everyone was kind of like really accepting of the fact he married Camilla, mm-hmm. his like long-term love, always like she was always there kind of thing. And then the crown came around and just blew up in his face. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh shit, yeah, we hate you. We know the shit you did. Like, <laughs> yeah, They're like, wow. And then they can't even say oh it's just fiction because you know they tried to get that little disclaimer yeah like it's all on tape it's all on tape we know about the tampon thing <laughs> women we love them <laughs> <laughs> that's it cut print. print send it off who are top three female inspirations to you mm. Is it gonna be really lame to say Princess Leia? No, she's she's an icon. She, like honestly, I remember if I could talk about you know, we all know I'm really nerdy, and I can tell you two moments that really shaped me as a woman is her getting rescued, quote unquote. But she just takes over. She was just like, <laughs> "You guys are doing it wrong." That's you. I'm gonna take over enough. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean. Han Solo is. But she still had autonomy. Like, she was still, like, General Leia. Mm. And then the part in Lord of the Rings when Eowyn takes off her helmet and he's, oh. like, the guy, she's like, I am no man. Like, that. Mm. I remember just being like, oh, my God. This is my entire personality now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's totally valid. I think female characters are kind of what, you know, inspire mm-hmm. us growing up. You know, it's what else have we got i mean we have our mothers our grandmothers our aunts which is you know they shape us but fictional characters are like our own little thing like they you know they make us who we are definitely Mm. you know the the media that we consume 
especially when we're younger, has oh, such an effect. Such an effect, yeah. Mm. And my mom. <laughs> I love my mom. Um, she is amazing. I do love my mom. Yeah, I'll say Leia Eowyn. Or Belle. Like, I, I always wanted to be Belle because she, like, she read books. and. Oh, I did like Belle because she read books and she wasn't, like, the traditional princess. Like, she was quite strong-headed as much as you can be yeah. when you're trapped by a beast. But, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love those I remember my friend was like, I'm surprised that you don't identify more with Jasmine. And I was like, I guess, yeah, because, like, you know, when she says, like, I'm not a prize to be won kind of thing. Like, she did have her moments. She did have a moment. I mean, independence. I like the most independent princess that we had growing up, because Merida and that was much later. So Mulan. Mulan. I was going to say Mulan. She was the badass, went off to war. You know, had to look like a boy. Without a second thought. Without a second she thought. She was, like, it wasn't even, like, she's mulling it over. She just saw that comb and she was like, I'm going to, I'm going to war. my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Saddle me up. No, I'm going. Go to war. Find a man. <laughs> she found a great one. <laughs> this is a Li Shang Appreciation Committee. Yeah. Which is, I have not watched the live action. Have you still not watched it? No, I didn't hear great things from people no. that I respect. So, <laughs> hold on. On top that. of that, like on top of that, they didn't have Li Shang, so it's like forget it. Yeah, no, it was kind of a letdown. <laughs> what about you? Who's I, I? This isn't like my top three, but someone that kind of like definitely influenced me was like Hilary Duff slash Lizzie McGuire was kind of like the first girl that I could identify with like just because okay yeah not like she's not an inspiration i'm not gonna be like lizzie mcguire was an inspiration for me. <laughs> like that is no it's we're not that kind of you know she was mm-hmm. it was just kind of like that's like the first one i can remember who would be my top three inspirations oh i kind of want to go for famous people but i feel like at the end of the day it's just like my mom definitely because your yeah. mom's an inspiration to me. She, she drank while she was pregnant with me. Uh, she, Literally, I'm like freaking out. I was like, I have had a lot of margaritas and I think I might be pregnant. She thought she was hungover. She was actually, in fact, pregnant with me. So, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot about me. No, we love her. She's she's a fiery, queen. independent business queen. So, you know, props to her. Um, who else? I'm going to do a double whammy as my grandma and my nan as one, just because they're, they're the same generation. Grandmas, yeah. Grandmas. Um, because my grandma raised two daughters when her husband passed when she was just about 30. So, you oh. know, that's, you know, and that was in like the 70s. So, you know, she she went out to work and she raised those two girls and they are, you know, inspirations. But who would my third inspiration be? This is really, this is harder than I thought. It is hard. It is hard because there's so many. I would think also, mm, I want to say Lizzie Bennett. Oh, but yeah. But probably I think I identified with Marianne Dashwood more. <laughs> like just being so dramatic and walking in the rain. Oh, yeah. Thinking like this is your last chance at love. That's the vibe. Like that was me. Like I don't know if I'd 14 be... and heartbroken. I'm like, I'm never going to find love again. I was probably more like Mary, like, in Pride and Prejudice. What are men compared to rocks? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's hard to 
I, I think in my old age, older I've gotten, the more I've been inspired by women. I think growing up, it wasn't really. I think I think it's really important now that women lift up women and we support each other and that kind of thing. And growing I was up, thinking Olivia has more and more people to look up to, like women yeah. to look up to than we did, because mm, it was very male heavy. I feel like the media mm. when we were growing up, like you know, what did oh, we definitely. have? We had like Paris Hilton, you know, love her like everything that she's been through <laughs> i know I but like her, now. her then with nicole ritchie i think it just perpetuated mm-hmm. everything wrong with the media at the time about women about how they were just like these two dumb blondes and didn't know mm-hmm. how anything worked and actually they're really smart intelligent women who went through shit you know and yeah. the media just played on their insecurities and you know and we had Lindsay lohan and you know she was it's just hard. it was a messy time for women it was so it was absolutely like a minefield for women to navigate the early noughties even now so if you look at video game characters from you know the 90s and 2000s and here you had it's all guys that look like my husband just brunette stubbly (laughs) this explains a lot Uh, (laughs) you're not influenced at all at all um or then it was like lara croft who had just you know the big square boobs um but for the most part you can only play male characters and now i find it very odd when a game doesn't have the option to change the gender Mm -hmm. that you can play as a man or a woman and now i'm just like i never want to play a man in a video game ever again Mm. i just feel weird but growing up it's you know you didn't really have a choice we didn't have a choice and it was just kind of normal you know like it was I, I don't know about you i never really questioned it about sort of it wasn't until later that i did and i remember our friend who again looks like that your standard hmm. video game character and i was explaining to him and i was like imagine if your entire life you had to play video games as a woman mm-hmm. like all of them are women how would you feel mm-hmm. and he like it kind of just dawned on him it was like it is literally catered to you mm. almost every time like we were a second thought i was like this is why it's important to me mm. to all because he was like why don't you just play male shepherd in mass effect and i was like because i don't want to i don't want to play men mm. i don't want to play as a man <laughs> i've played enough men i want to be a woman <laughs> <laughs> i just played um star wars fallen order mm. you get to pick your um your outfit and your lightsaber color and like your little robot gets to your little droid gets to pick a color and i was like my poncho's pink my droid is pink my lightsaber's pink and i was telling my brother about it he's like why do you like since when do you like pink and i used to hate the color pink same i hated it i hated it and now i'm just like i literally told him i was like i think i've gotten over my internalized misogyny over the color pink yeah i've kind of reclaimed it same. Like it used to be like, I don't want to wear pink because it's too girly. But now I'm just like, hell yeah, pink is girly and cute. Everything I've just bought for my computer, like I've got a new keyboard, I've got a stand, I've got a mouse and a mouse pad and a phone holder. It's all pink. You would never have pink. found pink on me before, mainly because I hated it because of the sort of the Barbie effect. Because like being blonde, having pink, it was like a, you know, mm-hmm. it was a, it was one way street to like, oh, you're a blonde bimbo. And I hated the color pink. I'm the exact same as you in recent years. I mean, it's you like, are a bimbo. <laughs> i know that i don't need other people telling me that from a distance if i'm wearing a pink jumper you know it's yeah no i know what you mean i know what you mean it's just yeah it's it's kind of like i feel like 
if I could have the confidence that I have now as a woman when I was younger and I was embarrassed about, you know, being... You'd be unstoppable. You know, absolutely. Like, I do, it, it makes me sad that to think at one point I was very much like that kind of girl that was like i'm not like other girls oh, i was absolutely a pick me girl yeah i was like i play games and i like i like get things that guys like and i wear converse and now i'm just like oh my god like babe you can but just know that that's you're not special mm. that's just who you are like it doesn't make you different from other women you're all the same you're just a bit special should, there should be like a pick me uh support group <laughs> like former pick me <laughs> Nicole's got cookies. She's going to go bake them. So we're going to wrap this episode up. I'm going to wrap it up. I want the cookies. Oh, I will say I'm going to start a sourdough starter. Ooh. So see how that goes on I mean, you'll probably Instagram. do a hell of a sight better than me when I had a nervous breakdown about my sourdough starter. So I can't wait to see it. We'll see. Mm. Who knows? I might forget. I think I'll name it. You can name it on the Instagram. We'll take a poll. Oh, that'd be good. Let's, let's name Nicole's sourdough starter. Yeah. get those thinking caps on thanks for hanging out with us on this miscellaneous episode it's been so random don't forget to check us out on tiktok yes we EXBR are xbr podcast we're making more content on there and instagram now thanks for hanging out see you next time bye, bye.